If I told you that Shohei did not register a hit this week, would you assume it was because he was a bad hitter? What? No, dude! Well, then would you assume it was because the pitchers were just that good and he couldn't get a hit? No! God, please, no! No! Well, of course you wouldn't, right? But then what other explanation is there that Shohei didn't get a hit this week? Well, the answer is actually quite sad. Shohei did not play in a single game this last week. He has an oblique injury. He missed both the series against the Orioles and all four games of this series against the Guardians. And now before we get into how serious the injury is and its implications on Shohei, let's just briefly address the fact that it did produce maybe the funniest story of the season. Shohei had a extra stand-in for him during the Angels team photo. So, Tuesday, it was scheduled, the team photo session, and Shohei was unable to make it. Now, it hasn't been formally announced the reason why he could not make it to the photo session, but given the fact that he has this oblique injury that put him out of commission for the entire week, we have to assume he may have been getting checked out by a doctor. But regardless, it goes viral that the Angels sneak some guy in through the back of the stadium, the back entrance to the stadium. They walk him out there, have him take the photo in in place of Shohei Otani, and then they just walk this guy right out, almost like they're trying to keep it secret. And of course, somebody snapped a photo because it is pretty hilarious that they're putting some guy in there and then probably photoshopping Otani in there so they can give out those photos when they have the giveaway later this season. But you can't help but laugh because it's very comedic that they're doing it under the table and we're just hearing it because some photos sneak out. Anyway, that's the fun part of this week for Shohei. Otherwise, it's not really great news. So we mentioned that they come back home. They have a three-game series against the Orioles. Shohei was out of the lineup for this oblique injury. And initially, we're thinking, well, maybe we'll see him back, you know, game two or game three. But as the week goes on, he's not back for any of these games. And, you know, you check the injury reports, and he's listed as day-to-day. And they kept saying he was probable for this game. But that game would come, and he wouldn't play. So he was probable for the series opener against the Guardians. Didn't make it. And, guys, it's Sunday, and I'm talking to you. And Shohei still hasn't suited up for the Angels this week. Not even coming in to take an at-bat as a pinch hitter or something. So you got to feel for Shohei because he's clearly going through it injury-wise. Between the torn UCL and now an oblique injury, he's really feeling it. But it is sad to see a whole week go by without Angels baseball with Shohei in the lineup. Um, And without Shohei in the lineup, there's really no reason to watch the Angels because there's so many other good sports going on right now. I mean, we've got the U.S. Open of tennis. We've got American football starting back up. Lots of good stuff to watch, right? The Angels are having a rough season, and if Shohei's not in that lineup, there's really nothing much to see, especially when you think about how everyone around Shohei seems to be injured, you know, in the cases of Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, for example, or they've been traded away on waivers to other teams who are trying to make a push to get into the playoffs. 
I'm going to read you the lineup for today's game, and you'll see just how much the lineup's changed and, quite frankly, how many young players are just in there getting minutes because, well, they're giving up on the playoffs. There's no way they're making it, and uh, they've offloaded players to save some money, and they've got the rookies in there to get some good time and exposure. So this is the lineup. Randall Gritchick, Brendan Drury, Mike Mustakis, Logan Ohapi, Eduardo Escobar, Chad Wallach, Jordan Adams, Brett Phillips, and Kyron Paris. That's a crazy lineup. It's crazy because how many names have we seen leave this team? I mean, at this point, we're not seeing Hunter Renfro, we're not seeing Mike Trout, we're not seeing Shohei Otani. I could go on and on, but this is just a completely different roster, and this is, quite frankly, a we've given up on the season roster. And Shohei wants to be in there, of course, and he wants to be producing to, number one, secure his home run campaign. I'll try to be the number one in the league in home runs, I mean. Number two, secure the AL MVP award. Um, and number three, just build value for his offseason where he will be a free agent and is looking to secure potentially the biggest contract in baseball history. So what is the deal with this oblique injury that we've been talking about? So first of all, they've run tests on it and the tests are showing good things. There's no strain and there's just a little bit of inflammation. So, you know, maybe he twisted something or, you know, had a minor sprain of something. It's not clear. It's not being made completely public, but clearly it is a minor injury and they do expect him to recover sometime in the coming days. Still, it's taking him out of the lineup. And like I said, a whole week goes by, no Shohei. It's not good for him because he's starting to fall back in the home run tally. At the end of last weekend, when we last checked in, Shohei was still on top of Major League Baseball with 44 home runs, leading only by one to Matt Olson of the Braves. And a week goes by, and if Shohei's not playing, he can't hit home runs. That's basic logic, my friends. Well, Matt Olson, he's finally found his swing. He's finally hitting home runs again. Olson had gone half a month or more without hitting a home run, and now Olson is on a tear. He homered. In four consecutive games, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he did not homer Friday, and then he homered again Saturday, no homer Sunday. So that means that Shohei's lead, number one, is gone. But number two, he's now in the thick of the home run race with the second place, third place, fourth place kind of individuals. So Matt Olson has propelled himself to 48 home runs this week from 43 and Shohei's still at 44. So Shohei's now four homers back from Matt Olson and Shohei is only one homer above Pete Alonzo, only two homers above Kyle Schwarber. So it's realistic that if Shohei doesn't get healthy and even if he does get healthy, if he doesn't start hitting home runs, he will not be even in the top four here necessarily depending on how things shake out I think the one thing that he's really got going for him is that the American League is definitely not as tight 
Luis Robert Jr. continues to stay nine homers behind Shohei. So I wouldn't worry about Shohei, you know, getting the American League MVP. I wouldn't worry about Shohei securing the home run title for the American League. But it'll definitely be just a little sad if, if Shohei can't get the most homers in Major League Baseball for the season, especially when he was so hot to start the season. Player of the month in June, player of the month in July, cools off a little bit and then gets injured. It's it's really sad to see. Now, if Shohei gets hot, of course he can, but the oblique happens, and then even worse news comes out regarding the UCL. All right, so this is from Monday, and it came straight from Shohei Otani's agent. So we have to believe that it's credible information, but this is what we hear. The UCL uh, procedure is inevitable. It will be some kind of procedure on his elbow. However, the injury is still a best-case scenario because the original Tommy John surgery repair is intact. The tear is in a different location. Shohei is going to be in somebody's lineup next year when the bell rings. Shohei loves to pitch. There's not a question in his mind that he's going to come back and continue to do both. So there you have it. It sounds like some sort of work is going to have to be done on the UCL. It's unclear whether or not it's going to be full-blown Tommy John surgery, but it sounds like the good thing is that it's in a different place than the original Tommy John surgery from 2018. That must make it easier. You know, having to operate on the same spot twice is just going to cause issues and scarred tissue and all sorts of health stuff down the line, which you obviously want to avoid. But I think the best thing to hear here is that he says he's going to be in somebody's lineup next year, DHing when the bell rings. So there's two big implications to that. That sentence carries a lot of weight because he says Shohei is going to be in somebody's lineup next year. That says that Shohei probably isn't all that interested in coming back to the Angels. And you can't blame the guy. It's really been a lot of rough seasons sure he's had some beautiful seasons with great stats but ultimately they've always fallen short they've always failed to make the playoffs so you don't blame Shohei for wanting to go so when you hear the agent say he's gonna be in somebody's lineup that is him confirming that Shohei is not staying in Anaheim Shohei is going to someone whether it be the highest bidder or a place like Seattle where he's always wanted to maybe try it out. He spends his off-seasons there. I don't know. We have to wait and see. I don't have a crystal ball, guys. It's my one flaw. <laughs> but Shohei's going to go somewhere. That's basically what we're hearing here. Um, and then the second important thing to read out of this sentence is that Shohei's going to be in somebody's lineup DHing when the bell rings. That means day one, Shohei's going to be hitting. We love to hear that. That is so refreshing to hear. Because you do hear about Tommy John surgery, other you know implications to having a UCL tear, and you wonder if he's even going to be able to bat at the start of the season because he'll be so busy focusing on the rehab, all that stuff. So to get the confirmation that Shohei will be swinging the bat when the bell rings to start the 2024 season, it's really refreshing to hear. And if you're not a diehard Angels fan, 
you probably are happy to hear that Shohei might go somewhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all feel some sort of romantic love for the Angels as Shohei's home over the last five years or so. But, you know, if you're not an Angels fan through and through, you probably just like the Angels because you love Shohei. You know, it's okay to like a player and follow his career and become a fan of a new team when he leaves. That's okay, guys. If you're an Angels fan and you're going to stick with the Angels, I wish you luck. I wish it had turned out better for you. I'm going to follow Shohei's career and see where he goes and obviously root for wherever he ends up, whatever team that might be. Heartbreaking that he couldn't do it with the Angels, but I feel like they've really given this experiment all the time needed to say that it's just not working out right now due to whatever reasons. But still, it's exciting to think about Shohei being on the move and being in that batter's box on day one of the 2024 season. However, the potentially sad thing to hear is that it's sort of implied that Shohei will not pitch next season, or if he does pitch, it will be very late in the season before he's ready to go. We did a little bit of a look into the timelines of you know recovery for Tommy John surgery, for example, and typically it's 12 to 14 months for the recovery, although sometimes 10 months has happened, right? And I'm talking to you guys in September, okay? So 12 to 14 months would be September of next year or October, November, right? So unless Shohei's on a playoff team next year, you probably won't see him pitch. Sure, it's possible that he's one of those select few that gets back in 10 months, which would allow you to see him in, you know, August, maybe pitching, but we really can't expect anything more than the average recovery, especially for a guy who's going to be busy, right? He's not a pitcher whose only job is to focus on rehab. He is a hitter who makes right now the majority of the bang from his buck from hitting. All right. I'm not discounting the fact that he is an incredible pitcher and that he does bring a lot of value for his pitching. We all know that, but He's coming off a MVP season, which honestly is an MVP season for his batting. All right. The pitching is just a bonus this season. If you look at the numbers, the value driven by his batting this season, much bigger than the pitching. Now we've seen him have excellent seasons where he's had ERAs down in three and two. And honestly, he started to turn everything around towards the end of the season and get that ERA low, get some more wins. Um, But at the end of the day, Pitching is not what was driving the value this season. And the fact that he can be at the plate to start next season, it bodes well for his contract. Because when we heard about this UCL tear, we were pretty skeptical about how does this affect his value going into a new contract next season, right? But anyway, that's sort of the extent of the speculation we can do for next season. And I think what we should then start to think about now is just, Is Shohei going to be back in an Angels uniform at all this season? I mean, he's got the UCL tear, he's fatigued, and he's got a oblique injury. It may be, sadly, reasonable to think that they might just shut Shohei down. They might just shut him down, let him get whatever procedure he needs on this UCL, and then he'll move on with his life. I mean... 
even though he's injured and not playing right now, he's still by far the favorite to win the American League MVP. So other than the fact that you can't, you know, further beat into the heads of these general managers that Shohei is worth that $500 million contract, there's really not much to lose if he sits out the rest of the season other than, as a fan, the excitement of watching Shohei um, on the mound and then number two, like I said, just further demonstrating his value for the contract. So we'll see. We don't really know what's going to happen. Phil Nevin keeps saying that, oh, Shohei's maybe one day away from being back in this Angels uniform. But sadly, with the Angels in as much disarray as they are, there's really no point in throwing Shohei back into the lineup prematurely, especially if it's just going to injure himself. Now, for the Angels, obviously, they're probably not going to get Shohei back in the offseason when he's a free agent. So if he gets hurt, pushing it to get back after this oblique. It's not going to necessarily hurt the Angels much, but we care for Shohei. We love Shohei. And honestly, we care for any human being who is ailing and has an injury, right? So we don't want to see Shohei force that recovery too soon and further injure himself, even if they're not going into the playoffs. You just don't want to see him put his body through further turmoil after he's already been through so much. And one thing that I think is interesting is it almost feels like the end of an era for Angels baseball. And it's interesting to me that it's almost more so determined by Shohei leaving than it is Mike Trout, which is the new rumor that we've heard. All right, so we've already talked about how the Angels, after buying at the trade deadline, they have given up to waivers uh, Matt Moore, Lucas Giolito, Reynaldo Lopez. All right, three big pitchers. They've given away Hunter Renfro, um, and I'm missing somebody, but they've given away so much of this team, right? And Shohei's going to leave in the offseason. It's not confirmed, but it's pretty much a done deal, you'd have to think. And Mike Trout's been out all season, well, all this half of the season, I should say, with that injury since late July, early August. Um, And just now, on September 10th, we're getting an article uh, from Sports Illustrated saying the Angels are open to trading Mike Trout. Yeah, that's right. Mike Trout, it's hard to imagine him not in a Angels uniform. Because it's been so many uh, years in which we've heard Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. You know, you got to watch him and enjoy him, even if the Angels aren't making the playoffs. And then Shohei came and it kind of flipped the narrative in that Shohei is the best player in baseball and you got to watch him, even though the Angels aren't going to make the playoffs. And all of a sudden it's it's coming out that uh, Trout, who does have exclusive no trade rights, has had a private conversation with the higher-ups in the organization, and it seems like they are potentially open to trading Mike Trout. So the fact that Mike Trout is saying, hey, man, maybe trade me, the fact that the Angels are open to it and that conversation is being sort of leaked, probably intentionally to create buzz, paired with the fact that Shohei's leaving, paired with the fact that they've dealt so much of this team to the point where, like, Brendan Drury is one of the few names you recognize in this lineup from the start of the season. 
it really just bodes to say that this team is giving up on the Shohei era. They're moving on. They're putting all these rookies in the lineup to sort of get the process started, but they're rebuilding and they really have no choice. So why not deal Mike Trout? He's worth something. I know he's been injured and not his best baseball this season, but he's still worth something. So why not just move on if you're not getting Otani back and you've already dealt half your team? It's time to rebuild, and Mike Trout is an unfortunate uh, casualty as far as that goes, but he might be happy to be dealt from the Angels. It's hard to say. All right, guys. So we have talked a lot about Shohei. In fact, it's kind of crazy to me how we've gone 20 minutes and we haven't actually talked about Shohei baseball because Shohei hasn't played any baseball. We're just talking about Shohei injuries, unfortunately, its impact on the Angels as well as free agency. It's a lot to talk about, and I get that. But um, the newest rumors as far as where Shohei Otani might go, according to MLB Network and John Heyman, these are the teams that are lined up hoping to get Shohei. Number one, the Los Angeles Dodgers. That could be the most exciting team on this list. I mean, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Shohei Otani on the same lineup. Wow, that's exciting. It's very exciting. And let's be honest, it's it's very possible because Shohei wouldn't even have to move and he'd be on that winning lineup that he so desperately wants to be a part of. So Los Angeles Dodgers... Top of the list, and they've been top of the list for some time for this reason. The second team, according to John Heyman, the San Diego Padres. It's an interesting one to think about. It's not a team that we were talking about Shohei maybe going to at the trade deadline, but all of a sudden they're emerging as a team who could use him. And let's be honest, the Padres, they're a team that has always sort of been one piece away from being that championship contender because they do have so much talent on their roster. They've got quality pitchers. They got big names as far as the at-bats go. You know, they got Machado. They've got Fernando Tatis Jr. They've got uh, Soto. So adding Shohei, right, couldn't that be the piece that helps them turn things around? It's an exciting thing to think about. So they're also in the mix. The Chicago Cubs... Maybe less so one piece away from being that big contender, but also a team that's playing some decent baseball, even with their struggles. They're looking to add Shohei to their roster. The Texas Rangers. I would put Texas almost in a league with the the Padres as far as it feels like they're one piece away from being a contender. They've been dominant all season, but all of a sudden, as of late, they're really struggling to play winning baseball. So therefore, Shohei Otani improves your pitching, improves your hitting. Could be the the deal breaker there. The last two teams, San Francisco Giants, which I think is a fun idea. The San Francisco Giants obviously would love to have a Japanese all-star in their lineup. It would be huge for the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities, which are all over the San Francisco Bay area. And um, it's also on the coast, which, you know, Shohei has mentioned he wants to be on the coast, whether it's West or East coast. 
Um, and it's a winning ball club. They have struggled as well towards the end of this season, but they historically do play good baseball. And even though they're in a tough division with teams like the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Diamondbacks, they still play good baseball. And I think they've got the money set aside to get Shohei, and he'd be a good fit for that organization. It's just a matter of, is that really where Shohei wants to go? And lastly, the Boston Red Sox are on this list of teams that are in on Shohei Otani. That would be a pretty cool matchup just because you've already got Masataka Yoshida on the Boston Red Sox lineup. His countrymen, his uh, fellow samurai who helped him win the World Baseball Classic just earlier in uh, March and April of this year. To see Shohei and Masataka Yoshida on the same team in Major League Baseball would just be too cool. It really would be too cool, but that's more romantic, uh, wishful thinking, guys. It's hard to say if the Boston Red Sox are a team that could land Shohei, if that's a team where he might want to go. We really just have to sit back and see, guys. And then uh, the Braves, actually, are another team that keeps getting brought up. Um, This time it's Jim Bowden of The Athletic reporting that the Atlanta Braves are a potential landing spot looking to get Shohei Otani on their lineup this offseason. And to me, it's always a funny one to hear because the Braves are just such a powerhouse of a team already, right? Because you look at that lineup, you've got Matt Olson, you've got Ronald Acuna, and you can really keep going. They've got a lot of talent. So... To add Shohei Otani on there, you kind of go, really? Can they even afford to add another superstar like Shohei? Well, the truth might surprise you. The Braves are actually the 10th highest spending team in baseball when it comes to the payroll. And their luxury tax is only estimated to be about $4 million, which... Sure, that's a lot of money. I can't go around giving away $4 million, but I'm not a professional baseball franchise. The Yankees are expected to have a $35 million luxury tax, and the Mets are expected to have one closer to $100 million. Right? So, 10th in spending, very minor luxury tax when you think about in the scheme of things. $4 million is not too much to a baseball franchise. And they have the highest winning percentage in Major League Baseball. So they've potentially got the money to afford Shohei. They've got the winning roster that Shohei desires. Who's to say they can't get him on that lineup? I know it's not in, you know, a coastal location like Shohei potentially is looking for. So we've heard from him throughout the years. But uh, might it not be somewhere that he wants to go just for the sake of winning and to be on an epic lineup? In fact, we have a source here. Now, it's not clear who the source is. Jim Bowden of The Athletic is reporting this, but a industry source seems to indicate that Shohei is entering free agency with an open mind and eyes wide open. If all things are equal, Shohei isn't you know, married to picking a West Coast team over an East Coast team or a Midwest team. That outcome is not a foregone conclusion. Winning trumps everything for him. Otani wants to be at the center of the biggest stage, which means playing on Halloween every year and multiple visits to the White House as a World Series champion in the coming years. 
That's his goal. A pretty heavy quote there, which goes to sort of indicate that, well, even though we've heard from over the years that Shohei wants to be West Coast or East Coast, I think all these years in an Angels uniform have sort of forced Shohei into this position where he's just frustrated. He just wants to win ball games, and he deserves to win ball games, right? Imagine being the best player in the world, and you can't win ball games because it's a team sport, and your supporting cast, although many of them are talented players, there's a few bad apples that ruin these games, and the Angels can't win a ball game, and they can't make playoffs. I would probably be frustrated and anxious and eager to get out of there and start new and, and win some ball games. So that seems to be the narrative at the end of this season. And I think it's further, you know, more gasoline's being thrown on the fire, so to speak, by the fact that he's injured. That adds to his frustrations and has to make him even more anxious to get out of town and sort of just start a new chapter in the career of Shohei and a winning chapter at that. So I think that's um, pretty much all the news this week when it comes to Shohei, guys. So let's just look at uh, what the schedule looks like for the Angels since Phil Nevin seems to think that Shohei could be coming back today, Monday, for the Angels to play. And it's hard to say if that's true. We, we've seen this uh, sort of been said all week. Oh, Shohei could be back tomorrow. Oh, he could be back the first day against the Guardians. A whole week's gone by. He's missed seven games. We'll see. But uh, let's look at this upcoming schedule for the Angels and Shohei Otani. All right, so first up, the Seattle Mariners for three games, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And we all know that the Seattle Mariners have been hot down the stretch, and they've sort of forced themselves into contention for the division. Now, the Mariners have been dropping a few games lately, haven't been their best form, and they're now two games back of the Astros for the AL West. But Julio Rodriguez is hot. He was the player of the month for the American League just last month of August. It's, it's definitely a team that can easily put up some wins against a pretty mediocre Angels squad. I'm sorry to say that, but that's just the reality of the situation. However, it might be worth watching if Shohei's in the lineup just because Shohei has been very good against the Seattle Mariners this season and last. This season, Shohei is batting 361 against the Mariners over 10 games. So you got to really think that that's, that's three series there, and he's batting 361. He's clearly dialed in against these Mariners pitchers. And we've seen four home runs in 10 games as well as two doubles. So six walks. I mean, he's he's playing good baseball against them. Last season, batting 279, two homers, two triples, three doubles. Not bad stuff there for Shohei. So obviously look for him to play well against the Mariners. It may not be the biggest uh, event as far as popularity now that the angels have sort of given up on the season. But, you know, after being starved a whole week of Shohei Otani, I think a lot of people will be watching if he comes back from the injuries to play against the Mariners this coming week. Now, the funny thing is that the next team that we'll see is the Tigers. Tigers, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three game series. You would actually think that Shohei was good 
against the Tigers this season just because we think back to that series where Shohei throws a no-hitter and then hits two home runs in the second game of that doubleheader back in, uh, I think it was mid-July. That was back when the Angels were still potentially in the playoff race and were buying in at the trade deadline. But Shohei is actually batting 182 against the Tigers this season. Now, two home runs in two games, nothing shabby there, but you have to remember that the first game of that series, Shohei did not hit well at all. In fact, I think he went 0 for 4. He had the two home runs in the last game of that series. Those were his only two hits for the entire series. He went 0 for 4, I believe, in that game that he pitched, so... Other than the two home runs, really not much going on for Shohei against that Tigers lineup. But the Tigers are another team that's reeling. And if they're not playing good baseball, Shohei could definitely take advantage of that and hit some home runs. This late in the season, really all we're looking for Shohei to do is to, you know, hit some home runs and maybe try to contend with Matt Olson. We know that it's sort of a long shot, but... With 19 games to go, it is possible that Shohei could get hot and make up the slack in that home run campaign (laughs) battle for Major League Baseball, right? So those are the narratives to be looking out for. Obviously the offseason, obviously the injuries, but obviously Shohei's stats and just trying to hold on to the AL MVP and maybe even make a league leader in home runs happen. So stay tuned. I'll be talking with you guys again next Monday. In the meantime, enjoy yourselves. And um, yeah, give me a follow on Instagram at Otani Talk, where we'll share some of the funny moments we see, some of Shohei's photos and reactions around the league. And we'll tune in with you next week. Have a great week.